Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Soul CEO Podcast. This is episode two, and today we're going to be talking about toxic authenticity. My name is Rachel Picard, and I'm pumped about this topic. It actually got started reading a quote about the idea that authenticity as a trend, right? It's such a buzzword. We hear it on every, you know, Facebook Live and all the gurus and the motivational speakers. You got to be your authentic self, right? But I believe it is truly a cop-out for the undeveloped or the underdeveloped or for the people that are broken and spewing their hurt and their pain and their brokenness on other people. Uh, If you guys like these episodes, make sure that you subscribe, rate it five stars, and it's available on every major podcast streaming system and share it with a friend. Tag me on social media at Soul CEO or Rachel Picard on Facebook. And uh, I'd love to reshare and to really connect with you guys as this podcast builds. Okay, so we have a trend. We're hearing it all over the place. I mean, guys, you know what authenticity is, right? It's like being true to yourself. I'm just keeping it real. I'm not changing for anyone. Take me as you find me. What you see is what you get. Love me or leave me. I mean, even Popeye the Sailor Man had his famous quote, I am what I am. Uh, a, a famous little fun little line that my husband Tony and I say to each other is toilet toy and it's I am me in Vietnamese. So when I, you know, run into the, you know, fifth furniture set, you know, run into the, the countertop for the fifth time of the week because I'm super clumsy, I'll be like, toilet toy, I am me. I'm just an awkward, almost six foot giraffe <laughs> trying to make it through this world without a lot of bumps and bruises. But I'm telling you guys, like, There is some truth to it. There is some truth and merit to authenticity, like with any advice. We don't want to flush the baby out with the bathwater. Like you should be true to your maker, his purpose, his plans for your life. You should be true to seeking out your goals, right? And not the life that your parents or your teachers or professors or even your upline or even your spouse is demanding on you, okay? You should find confidence and courage to stand up for what you believe in, right? It's a true value. It's your worldview in a gentle and peaceful fashion. Like you should be open to evaluating the feedback or criticism that you get to see if it's constructive or destructive. But what I'm talking about with toxic authenticity is that people are using this as a cop-out. And I see this insane, momentous trend right now. We see it all on social media, obviously, with coronavirus and lockdowns of 2020. Now we're moving into 2021. Um, I, I I don't know about you guys. I love people watching. One of my favorite things to do, like go to the mall or you know, sit on the airport of one of our many trips every single year. And I love just watching people, seeing the dynamics of relationships. I've been in restaurants before. My, my husband, Tony, and I will literally be looking over at another couple, guessing if it's their first date or third date or if they've been in a long-term relation relationship by their body language. We were in a, a Cancun this last week for my birthday trip, and we saw this one couple. We're like, yeah, they're definitely fighting <laughs> on the beach. Like you could just see it, right? And so, but I, I noticed um, with people watching, my people watching has now really turned to social media, and it's like it's the news feed, and I'm able to see posts after posts and topics, especially when it comes to a lot of the politicization around, like either the virus or we see it around, obviously politics. We had an election last year. And of course, this goes beyond just the United States, but I know that that's a lot of viewership and and my audience. And so I'm watching people and I'm seeing the dynamics of conversations and people basically exploding on each other, like 
emotional terrorism is occurring on social media. And they're like, well, I'm this, so take it or leave it. Like, it's just the way I am. It's my truth. And I'm wondering, I sit back and I wonder, and sometimes very tempted to get involved myself in a lot of these dialogues, but I kind of wonder how many friends are we making? How many raving fans are we making by being so quote unquote toxically authentic, (laughs) right? Like, well, I'm just this, so that. And you see it all the time in other instances. Like, well, I'm just Italian, so I have a hot temper. Well, I'm from Brooklyn or Boston, so I don't beat around the bush, right? As an excuse to bulldoze every single person that you come across, right? To be a a horrible human, right? Be a good human, guys. If there's anything you're writing down. And, And I will tell you, I'll probably mention it on many podcasts, Take notes, right? If you have the ability, if you're not driving right now or on a treadmill, like take notes, like don't trust your memory. The best leaders are excellent students. You're going to, you're going to forget most of this podcast 30 minutes after it ends. So write down notes, right? We want to be a good human. People say, well, I, I was abused. So that's why I'm also abusive or that's why I lash out. Well, I'm just a strong leader. I'm just a boss babe. That's why I'm a dictator. <laughs> They're never going to say that, but like, that's why I'm yelling at you right now. And I, I say this from the fact of the development that I have done, right? If you had followed me or on my teams eight years ago, I was that, well, I'm just a strong leader. If you don't like it, you know, my way or the highway. So I had dictatorship. I would yell at people on calls because they weren't doing their business. That like not recommended. I've come a long way. Uh, and, and my quote unquote authenticity was a cop out because I was underdeveloped. And oh, well, I'm just an achiever. So you should raise to my standard of production. And so you give love based on production, performance-based acceptance. Every time that you hide behind being authentic, you're not only doing yourself, but you're doing others a disservice. You're giving into the excuse to stay, dot, 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 bitter, stagnant, intolerant, instead of seeking to get better, right? All of us have a story. We have traumas. We have brokenness. We've been, we've been abused or betrayed or have had loss. We've experienced grief. We're, grief. we're under a tremendous amount of stress right now. And so we use that as an excuse to lash out on people. Or maybe we're so engrossed in our feelings and our feelings and our emotions that we don't actually look at facts. And it's interesting, in the last week, I, I've uh, publicly made a lot of very kind of factual computations and research based around the pandemic. And I've shared openly, just I love to share kind of articles, PubMed, CDC, WHO, uh, you know, high level experts uh, looking into st- different data and statistics. I'm a researcher, by the way. So, well, if you're another researcher, you're in the right place. And I would share a few things and it has gotten overwhelming support, but I've gotten a lot of hate as well. I've gotten a lot of criticism. In fact, twice in the last week from one post uh, kind of discussing coronavirus versus the flu and common cold and pneumonia and the stats and reporting and diagnostics, I had two people say that they were very disappointed in me and one demanding a public apology for a post I made. Now, the underdeveloped Rachel, that would have been eight years ago or even maybe five years ago, would have immediately impulsively reacted, right? Like, what? Like you rise up like, uh, 
rising up to saying, you know what? This is my post. This is my page. Unfriend me. Unfollow me. Block me if you don't like it. And I have said that in in very gentler terms, like, hey, listen, I you must be new here. If if this is not for you, you know, feel free to unfollow. You know, like people have a choice. Like you get to choose who you follow. But my, I remember back in the day, numerous times where I was using, even though it wasn't maybe trending at that time, using the shield or the excuse of being authentic so that I could be a jerk. And if you're using authenticity as a way to stay bitter, stagnant, intolerant, or or stubborn while not seeking to understand the person, I'm going to tell you guys, you're going to have a really hard time building influence. Over the last several years of kind of growing as a sole CEO, I've learned to take from the impulsive reaction into three steps. When I have somebody that's like inflammatory, number one, I seek to a holy pause. And something that my spiritual mama, Tawny, taught me was to practice a holy pause. Taking a moment to taking a step back. You got that message. You got that response back. You got that criticism. You got that article written about you. You got that DM. You know, maybe you had a report that was done, an evaluation at work, right? Or maybe you got some, you know, feedback from a downline or an upline member in your business. Take a moment and pause. Think about it. See, the actual best authentic people, they're highly self-aware. They're highly self-aware. And when you're in toxic authenticity, you're combative and you're stubborn and hard-headed and you won't see it and you, you are impulsively reactionary. So you practice holy pause and you think about it, you contemplate, you evaluate, you pray about it, you meditate at it. Step two, you seek to evaluate it. Evaluation of if you really want true, holy authenticity, it's like, okay, I'm going to look myself in the mirror and see what about is happening is beneficial for me or true. Not this is their truth and this is my truth because ultimately truth by nature is either or, yes or no, black or white. Like it is, it is, it is true or it's not. There's no such thing as your truth or my truth. But I'm hearing their response. I'm looking at the conflict. I'm looking at the discomfort of whatever is coming up and I, I evaluate it. And it takes a very secure person, dare I say authentic person, to actually look at that information and say, you know what, 90% of that was garbage, but 10% I can use. So when this person messaged me, specifically this one leader messaged me, very disappointed in my COVID post, very disappointed and, and demanding a public apology, instead of impulsively reacting, I paused, I evaluated, I said, you know what, I could see where she is coming from. She has, an ex- she has experienced a very different uh, reality her reality of the pandemic than I have. She's in a different place. She's in a different geographical location. She's under different mandates. She probably has different friends or family that have dealt with the illness. So I'm like, okay, is there truth in any of this? Is it, do I, or I just, do I just explode back to her and be like, hey girl, this is my page. If you don't like it, unfollow. And what I did is I sought to respond, not react. So holy pause, evaluation, and then seeking to respond. And I said, hey, girl, do me a favor, book a call. I gave her my little scheduler, my little calendar link, so we can jump on the phone and resolve this. See, the hope of that call that will occur in a few days, the hope is, is that I can see her for who she is, where she's coming from. She can feel heard 
I may not and likely won't delete the post. I likely won't issue a public apology. But the goal is, is that we can find common ground with uncommon beliefs or un, you know, not aligned beliefs. But I see so much of what's happening right now is people are using this, well, this is who I am and this is what I stand for and I'm just keeping it for real. Love me or leave me. Instead of looking for a bridge of connection, instead of looking to see that person where they are and loving them, to speak to the believer on this live, on this live, um, I was uh, the last uh, week or so, first week of January, studying the first like 10 or 11 chapters of the book of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew. Um, so glad to be in the New Testament, by the way. <laughs> I love the whole Bible. I do. I do love it. Um, but there are books that I prefer more than others, and I'd love to know what your favorite <laughs> <laughs> book is. Um, I love me some Romans. I love me some Proverbs. Like I'm super excited, you know, uh, after reading the minor prophets for the last, for most of the winter, I'm like, okay, whew. all right. Now we're here into some New Testament. love reading about Jesus and his words. Anywho, in the book of Matthew, he was, Jesus was spitting some truth and talking about the fact that your fruit, a good tree will bear good fruit. A bad tree will bear bad fruit. And you will know the tree by their fruit. Well, where else in the Bible can we know who we are in Christ by our fruit? And I'm not talking about Genesis. I'm not talking about Eve and the apple. (laughs) We're talking about Galatians 5, 22 through 23. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So the fruit of the spirit, if we are in communion with the spirit, if we are being our true authentic selves, which is sons and daughters of the most high, then our reactions or our responses, better said, and our authenticity is truly being in the spirit. It is truly acting with love and joy and peace and patience. And this is something constantly I'm working it out. Like I fail, I fail guys. Like I like one of the number one things I've told my leaders when they join me, I've had networkers come from other companies and uh, their company goes on or whatever. They join my team. I've had leaders approach and say, Hey, I want to work with you. And I tell them, Hey, listen, this is expectations is what you can expect. This is our systems. And by the way, I am going to fail you. I'm going to disappoint you. But in team heart, we have this amazing culture of grace and respect. And so it's like, Hey, listen, like I'm going to let you down. Sometimes I'm going to be, um, short-sighted. I'm going to miss a detail. I might miss a call. I think I've missed, you know, maybe six calls over the last 10 years. It happens. Are you oversleep or you double book something like there's going to be disappointments, but, and there's gonna be times I remember I was going through one of the worst weeks of my life. And I think I had every reason to be short with a leader. A leader was messaging me. It was a very annoying situation. We were doing voice memos back and forth. And I had just that week found out that I was infertile. It was a pretty rough week. And I could have, you know, I responded and I was short and I was snippy. And I had to go back and I had to eat crow for that conversation because I wasn't practicing. I didn't know at that time the holy pause evaluation response. But I could have just said, you know what? I'm being my authentic self. You don't know what I'm going through. As an excuse, as a reason to bulldoze her. Instead of being in the fruit of the spirit and responding with love and joy and patience and goodness and gentleness and self-control in that conversation, it kind of goes on to the whole thing. I, I, I saw, I've seen a few people and my people watching on social media 
I've seen a few people over the last years post something along the lines of, I don't care what people think. You just need to not care what people think. I think that might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I don't agree with that whatsoever. Let me know if you guys agree with that. I think it's just nuts so to say, I don't care what people think. I do. Now, I don't live and breathe and die by the opinion or the approval of man that is unbiblical. I, I don't live by their applause or by their criticism. I don't die by their criticism. But I care what people think. Why? Because I care about people. Because in order to have influence with people, they've got to know that you love them. People don't care what you know until they know how much you care. Famous Maya Angelou statement. And it's true. And the way that we meet people where we're at, you know, the truest and best authentic people that have high self-awareness, they do care what people think. How does that person, how do these people respond to me? How do they take me? How do they receive me? How did that go over? How did that conversation, like, am I auditing how that dialogue went, that back and forth? And, you know, I don't care what people think. That is hot-headed. It's stubborn. It's egotistical. And what is ego? Edging God out. How can God work with you in your business, in your influence, in your leadership, in your relationships, if you're not one with the Spirit? And if you don't care about his children, it's just like the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. So I implore you guys today to review trending topics, trending phrases. Well, I'm just being authentic. Well, I'm just being transparent. Well, your transparency, Karen, is not a reason to you to like barf on people with all of your baggage, right? Lock it up. Toxic authenticity is a cop-out for the undeveloped. In order for you to go up, you need to grow up. In order for you to earn more, you need to learn more. And in order to see the peace and the purpose that you want in your life and in your calling in your business, you gotta, 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 gotta get it under control. So yes, know what God has for you. Yes, know your worldview and your values. Stand strong for them, but seek to meet people with love and you'll be amazed at the response. You'll be amazed. Your whole life will begin to change for you, but question those trending trending topics. Don't 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 seek bravado and 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 being braggadocious and unresponsive and and, and stubborn. Seek to meet people where they're at. Seek to hear the criticism. Throw out the horribleness. Take what is good and continue to improve. It's not about losing yourself. It's becoming the best version that God has called you to be. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. If this was helpful at all, please review five stars on whatever podcast uh, you know that you're watching, listening, listening, streaming this on. And make sure that you tag me on social media at Soul CEO. I want to make sure that I connect with you and repost you. I really appreciate it in your stories and share this with a friend. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.